Professor Elaine Verbaker and Professor Peter Buckley, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Judge Business School podcast series today. We're at the CBAM Distinguished Lecture 2009. Elaine, you were indeed here to shoot down guru business theory, and there were seven principles. Can you just tell us what your new book is about and what you've been doing? Yes, my new book is actually about rethinking the foundations of global corporate success. A major problem in the um, uh, literature, both the academic literature and the so-called guru literature, is that people are proposing uh, solutions whereby one size fits all. And the reality is that most of these solutions, these so-called solutions, actually require a lot of qualification. Uh, International business is a very complex uh, business. And so the key word in international business is adaptation. And the book is really about um, reflecting on uh, the extent and the ways in which you can adapt to international environments if you're uh, engaged in international expansion. And so could you just say your, your seven principles, if we don't do, deal with them all, but you talked about core competencies, uh, home and country advantages, uh, the success of, of big globalised companies, uh, how to manage affiliates, it goes on and on. But could business theory practitioners have got it so wrong for so long? Yes, that is a very good uh, question. I think that um, very often there is some uh, unhappiness at the margin with existing um, structures, existing way of organizing. And of course, we have seen the past 30 years enormous critique of the so-called multidivisional form of organization. And so many of the gurus basically attack the multidivisional form. They're basically saying that multinational firms are too structured, that these structures don't uh, uh, work properly, that there should be much more focus on these so-called core competences, which are really uh, kind of knowledge-based uh, strengths that the firm has. But the reality is, when you look at the Fortune Global 500 companies, almost um, each of these companies actually has a multidivisional structure. And, and that is important because ultimately what management is about, in my view, is what I call managing the innovation process in its entirety, which really means that you uh, look at the conception of an idea and you look at the entire process until the actual sale of the product or the delivery of the service uh, to a customer. And that requires structure and it requires a very often a multidivisional structure when a firm operates in multiple markets and sells uh, multiple uh, products, especially if these products are in different industries. And, and, and that is, I guess, the main uh, criticism against uh, uh, guruism is that um, gurus uh, underestimate the complexity of that process of, of, of the, uh, bringing the innovation uh, to market. And and you talked about how we're misled by fame and other things like that. But do you think your theories are timely because we are in this world globalised market now? Is it about time we reviewed these guru theories? Well, it's interesting that you say that we live in a globalised market. As Professor Buckley said, uh, globalisation has arrived, but it's very unevenly distributed, uh, which means a number of things. I mean, first, of course, we know that there is no globalisation of the labour market. Um, There is perhaps globalisation of uh, markets for some inputs, uh, some commodities. Uh, But what is, I think, interesting also to observe is that there is really no globalisation 
of the customer. Uh, you look at the actual data, the sales data, the asset data of the world's largest multinational firms. Most of these firms are not global at all. They have been extremely selective in terms of where they actually put their assets and where they actually have their sales. And so this idea of, of globalization, this idea of the flat world is really a very wrong perception. Although that is a perception that is being kind of propagated, uh, that is being sold by gurus. Um, uh, Professor Buckley, you've listened to these theories and actually what was surprising tonight at the CBAM Distinguished Lecture 2009 was the, the degree to which people agreed with Professor Babeke. Yes, I think, I think the, the reason that people agreed uh, in broad terms is that what Alain is trying to do is present an application of theory, application of theoretical principles to multinational firms, global factories, whatever we call them. And what he's trying to suggest is that, that, that managers should not accept predefined recipes. They should think for themselves. They should look for the ingredients themselves. And also they should gear that, that answer and that application of theory to their particular circumstances. And I think one of the great strengths of the book is this application of theory to practice as exemplified by the case studies which are in the book, which are an attempt to show the practical application of theories because I believe along with a lot of other people that there's nothing so practical as a good theory. Are there points at which you would take issue with what Alain has said? Yeah, I think if we look at some of the uh, exact uh, application, I think we would have differences in interpretation and nuances between us. I think possibly one of the areas that, 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 that Alain alluded to is the, uh, is the value chain and how you manage the value chain. And I think one of the things that makes it very, very difficult to... To, to produce answers is, the, is all the dynamic issues in there because things are changing, best locations are changing, best means of doing business are changing, this balance that he talked about between global and local is changing. So what we have to remember are the applications of the theoretical principles. I think on that we are in complete agreement. When we get, get down to some of the more fine-grained detail, I'm sure we would have differences in interpretation because uh, theories can guide you in certain directions but at the end of the day what is really crucial for managers is not just the application of the theories but the judgmental part of that how you make judgments how you make trade-offs this is what entrepreneurship is about trying to work out in your circumstances at this point of time what is the best way forward? And I'm sure if we were both to ana go through and analyse one of Alain's cases, if we were applying exactly the same principles, I can see circumstances where we would have proposed different solutions. And I think when you look at modern multinational enterprises, this is a process that goes on. There is trial and error. There are people trying out different things. There is a political process of looking at this within firms, and I think we will both acknowledge that. But do you agree with Alain again on, on what he said about globalisation, that actually most firms work locally, there isn't an international labour market, that, that actually we're not as globalised as perhaps the myths would suggest? Yeah, I think, I think you have to be, uh, you have to be very 
careful when you use terms like globalisation. I would argue that, that, that if we look at it at the, in, in terms of different types of market, then the capital market is very largely globalised. How else would subprime default in southern US bring down a bank in the northeast of England? So we have very strong global tendencies in the capital market. It's less true in the market for goods and services, which are very largely regional, and we can argue about whether they're becoming more regional and the regions are breaking down, and it's even less true when we look at labour markets, because labour markets are very nationally segmented. So, so I think you have to be very... Uh, 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 you can't use blanket terms, really. Well, Alain, if you have deconstructed uh, business theory, perhaps Peter has just deconstructed your theories by saying if he looked at your case studies, he might have got different answers. Do you accept that? Uh, yes, Peter makes especially a very good point, um, you know, with respect to his global factory, that that really is focused on what do we do in the firm, inside the firm on the one hand, and then what is being outsourced and or offshore on the other hand. And it is absolutely true that... Um, with respect to that last point, that uh, the book has not provided an in-depth analysis. I mean, there are a number of reasons for that. And the, the, the main reason is that for the moment, of course, there is still this um, offshoring, outsourcing wave going on. Uh, and we are not really sure as to how far that uh, will go. So I have not really uh, uh, written a chapter on that specific topic. Uh, hopefully, if the book has a, a second uh, edition, uh, then uh, that uh, is something that I would really like to deal with in much greater depth and I probably would deal it would probably base the analysis uh, to a large extent on Peter's thinking because I think that his idea about the global factory and this idea of control of, of certain core activities and, and being very selective in terms of what you define as a core activity versus then all these other activities that are non-core and which you then precisely outsource and or offshore uh, to other actors I think that that is indeed uh, very important and that is probably the basis of much strategy reflection that goes on uh, nowadays in, um, in uh, large multinational firms. Do you think, uh, Professor Buckley, that we're at a seminal moment here tonight at the CBAN Distinguished Lecture 2009, listening to Alain talking about his theories? Do you think it's going to change the teaching of business practice? It could well do. I mean, I think, I think there is a reaction against the idea that there are answers out there and all you have to do is listen to them. I think the core uh, lesson and the single thing that I like most about the book is this idea that you really have to look for principles and then apply them yourself. I think the multinational firm is, is, is changing. We are at a turning point, but then it always has. It's never been a single type of activity. It's changed from being perhaps much more centralised, vertically integrated and so on to this idea of the global factory. And I really look forward to Alan doing what he said because I think his toolkit will fit perfectly. And I think, you know, another, another second edition, another chapter on these issues would be very valuable. Very and, valuable. And, of course, your business theories think laterally very briefly. Yeah, I, I think that, 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 that one of the lessons that managers should take is never jump into one situation without evaluating the alternative. And I think international business has a very proud tradition of doing this in the, in the way that we look at the choices, say, between exporting, foreign licensing, foreign direct investment. And Alain has really pushed the, 
boundaries of that by, by looking at the alternatives in these different categories that he's looked at. Well, uh, Professor Verbeke, we must congratulate you because it seems we are at a seminal moment in, in business theory. Uh, when's book two going to come out? Uh, well, I'm not sure. If, uh, it sells well, hopefully, in uh, two years or so. But um, what certainly I would then like to emphasize in that book, apart from what we just mentioned with respect to outsourcing and offshoring, is uh, precisely uh, paying much more attention to two things. First, trying to make the point that if you want to have a theory of the firm, it in fact should start from the multinational firm. So the multinational firm is really the firm that provides the general case. The domestic firm is in fact only a specific case of doing business, um, which is something that um, Peter Buckley has set uh, for a very long time uh, together with his colleague uh, Mark Gasson. And then the last point, a uh, second point, is this idea of bounded reliability. So the idea that in fact um, behavioral assumptions are important, but that it's completely wrong to um, adopts one of the two um, conventional concepts that we find in much of the literature, namely opportunism, so the idea that people are inherently not trustworthy versus the opposites, this idea that you can actually make uh, people trustworthy in organizations, uh, that is, I think, completely wrong. The reality is that most people who work in complex organizations, such as multinational firms, are reliable, but only boundedly so. And so the main challenge in organizations is actually to make people more reliable uh, so as to create economic value. Well, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Judge uh, Business School podcast series today, Professor Verbecki and uh, Professor Buckley. I'm sure that we will reconvene at some future date to just assess how important your theories have been. I've enjoyed it very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.